Hey everyone, welcome. We've got Jake from Reflections today. I know a lot of you know who he is. If you don't, you should probably go listen to Reflections. Um, Jake, so what's up, man? 38th episode. I'm stoked to have you. How you been? I've been good, man. I'm really, yeah. really excited to be here today. So thank you. Hell yeah. Do you, wait, do you play drums or where are you? I'm at my house right now and oh. I do, I do play drums. I oh. actually played drums before no anything. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Yep. What did you, uh, were you in any bands before? I mean, I'm sure you were before Reflections playing drums. Was I it? was in I was in one band before Reflections, and that's actually how I met Patty. Was it? Oh, really? Band. Yeah, dude. Uh, I've said this before, but like, so, like, way, way back when I was in high school, like this band I was in, we were trying to find a guitarist, and we just looked up on YouTube, like, we were trying to like just find stuff on YouTube of people, and yeah, saw this video of this kid playing guitar in his kitchen, <laughs> and then I went to. <laughs> I went to school the next day, dude, and he was in my English class. What? And I was like, I was like, you have a video of you playing guitar like on YouTube? And he's like, yeah. yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Man, it was it was crazy. That's fucking and, uh, bad. So you played drums? Yeah, and that yeah I played one. drums and that. And then kind of when Reflections was starting, like Patty and I would jam oh. his, like these ideas out. But I also at the time really liked writing like poems and stuff like that so i was very drawn into vocals too because it was oh, another kind of rhythmic thing yeah yeah for sure but you never really did you were you uh, growing up like were you always playing drums were you doing vocals yeah. too at the same time no, or not really no. at all no dude the fantasy <laughs> effect that when the fantasy effect came out i had probably been doing vocals for like maybe like six months get the fuck out of here. And I mean, they're off. They sound terrible, but that's my only justification is that I was <laughs> brand new at it. Yeah, dude. So what and made was, you do vocals? Did the band just need a vocalist and you're like, let me just give it a shot? I just liked, uh, I liked the energy about doing yeah. that. Yeah. And I, at the time when I was younger, I had a lot of, uh, I just had like a lot of stuff going on. So I had a yeah. lot of pent up emotions and it was a it was a yeah. very nice release similar to drumming yeah i feel I like drumming can be too can oh man drumming let out a lot of aggression really it actually sucks because i've uh i've developed a cyst in my wrist no from when i was younger i had like not very good technique with my left hand and i've uh, i have to get it drained every so <laughs> so often really yeah it sucks Dude, you still have to get it drained every so often it had, oh. I haven't done it for like a year now, but in like 2016 through 2018, I think I went three times. Oh, shit. Okay. Or maybe it was another year in there. Yeah. That's the, that definitely sucks. You get Does it like affect you when you play? Yeah, it starts to really, really hurt and flare up and they're like... It's, it's like a it's bump? Like, yeah, man. It's oh, nasty. that's fucking weird. Oh, yeah. Josh from Eighth Year. You know that band Eighth Year from California? <laughs> That sounds Sound familiar. familiar. He's the yeah. drummer, Alpha Omega. He said, "That's what. That's probably why I'm broken right now." <laughs> Dude, it, it really does suck. But damn, I I've switched up my technique with my left hand now a little bit, and it's better. But yeah, I could I could never like be the drummer for anything because of that. Unfortunately, probably. Probably right. <laughs> I don't so, have to worry about that. 
Yeah, right. So what have you been up to this year? I mean, I know we were obviously trying to get the band on the road. <laughs> yeah, I mean... That was the plan. Everything but, was kind of lining up there, and it was really cool. And, you know, in a weird way, uh, it actually kind of wound up working out that we stayed did. home because now we have... We've, uh, we've been writing and recording um, a lot oh, this year. Rad. Okay. So we we have releases lined up pretty much all the way through 2022, and we're like, Jeez. we're like, they're not all completely done, but yeah, I mean, a really good portion is. So it feels really good to be like sitting on that. That's really cool. Yeah, you got the new EP coming out next month, right? Yeah, it's starting to come out next month. Yeah. How many songs is on that? It's like four um, or five. It's just three. Three. But there's there's already more singles scheduled to come out after that too. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, we've we've been busy, and uh, I think like these might be like the last few years that will be like a super heavy band because we kind of like stepped away from that with the color clear. And I yeah, think I really like really, that about that record too. And I mean, we're like, what I want to do is really dive into a lot of different elements yeah here now and then kind of bring those into um another record like the color clear which is what we've also been working on oh really so, yeah that'll that album that's <laughs> like not heavy well it, it, is, it is it is yeah it is but it's like not like like willow and like this ep and these singles oh, that yeah. are gonna come out um that's probably gonna come out like late 2022 at oh, this time tight. i'd guess yeah yeah the color clear definitely caught my attention really caught yeah. my attention at first i was like whoa this is way different from what, what i'm used to hearing you know from the band so i've been i've been following the band since you guys first like came out you know to the world and i, I remember bobby showing me the band and just being like whoa this is fucking sick you know and um and then when color clear came out i was like oh shit okay this is different, but I really like it. You know, it has like everything. It's like, it could be like melodic and then it could be really heavy, really fast. And it just has like everything in one record. And I think it's incredible. Honestly, I still listen to it and it still sounds like new to me. You know, it still sounds fresh. That was such a fun, like time in the studio. Like, was it? It, it was, I mean, it was weird because we were in a really weird spot as a band. Mm. Um, but that time that we were there was so, it was so cool and such a, I don't know, it was awesome. It was a good experience. It really was. And That's it, rad. It's unfortunate that, what, like, because I feel like we hardly even ever you didn't, heard off that album. <laughs> that's how I felt about it because I remember you did, like, I don't know, like a couple, like a few tours. I think it was, like, two actual tours. <laughs> two, yeah. And then I was like, well, what the fuck happened? <laughs> so I was like, this, this is so good. But, I, you know, I heard stuff, like, through the grapevine. I don't know what's true, what's not. I mean... I guess uh, what what was going on around then was it just you guys not feeling the touring shit anymore was it um i don't know like <laughs> up at the up at the very forefront there was yeah. uh family health conditions gotcha at home um that really um you know we couldn't Factor keep in. touring yeah. so um just... and we also felt like we were in a really um kind of like we i don't know as a as a band like 
and like a lot of times we just felt like we were put on the back burner of everyone that we were working with and it you know to no fault or to some fault of our own like i also feel like when reflections got signed to a label that all of a sudden everything just got rushed all yeah. the time i've seen that and, happen with bands and it was like the timing was just never really right yeah for stuff so um and like we didn't have a life at home anymore because then it wasn't like we were some huge band doing like these like the world's best tours but like we were on the road like a lot and like as i think we toured for like a solid like three years maybe a little more than that and like that's plenty of time to be you know from 20 to going on 24 yeah like hey my relationships at home are fading away like i don't really down the road you know and just it it wasn't a good situation so yeah no i I totally get it i mean i figured it was something like that and it kind of it felt like things changed when you guys signed to a label which happens sometimes i don't know when people ask me like should we sign to a label i'm like you don't really have to if you can do it yourself you know what i'm saying it's like at at one point i was all about that like a few years ago but like as of like probably the last couple years probably two three years i'm like you could really do it all yourself it's just a matter of do you want to invest that you know what i'm saying the money do you have the money to do it you'll that's what I really wish that we didn't because like the the first few tours that the band got with like you know and it was like they were like the right tours for us at that time like we got tours with Born of Osiris and oh, yeah. After the Burial and stuff and like we Some did that shit. we just did that with you know our hometown manager mm-hmm. like yeah and then, and then you're just friends with the guys too yeah on top so, so it was like yeah I just really it would have been interesting to see what would have been different if that would have happened, but can't, can't. Yeah, I can't. So. No. <laughs> so you guys, how long were you guys inactive for? Like, how long was the band, like, technically broken up for? So, like, our last show, I believe, was um, in August of 2016. Oh, okay. Four years, yeah. Um, four uh, years ago. Yeah. Yeah, so when the when the band was like coming back and from nothing came out and like dude it's already almost a year since willow came out like it's wild man that just blows my mind Um, how fast this year has gone by because it feels like we just started talking like started like right you know like a few months ago (laughs) it doesn't feel like a year at all and i honestly feel like uh 2017 to 2020 went by really fast too yeah so like, like real quick um were you guys like writing during? Were you guys doing anything during all that time off? Like time is not a band. I'm broken up. I don't know how to word it. <laughs> so it was really weird. Like, um, it it basically because of everything that was going on, the band very quickly turned into me and Patty. Um, okay. And right when we got home, after all the color clear like recording and stuff, we actually wrote like. Uh, a couple of songs on Willow, Patty and I wrote a couple of songs. Yeah. And then like, I don't know, like, you know, when you stop touring and you stop band life, mm-hmm. 
like real life kind of hits you in a whole new way. It really does. For the first time, and you're like, okay. <laughs> and uh, that is very true. We kind of we kind of wrote like piece by piece over the years, and it. Oh, okay. Um, you know, there were times where I actually started living at a practice space when I first, because I lived in Texas for a while when the band stopped, and then oh, I moved. what? Yeah, and then I moved back to Minnesota. No fucking way. I had no idea. What part of Texas were you in? Um, Richardson. So, like, right what? out of the... Yeah, that's, yeah. Where, that's where my mom is. Oh, there, okay. Like, a lot of my family is down there. Oh, shit. That's crazy. So, you were literally living there. Wait, when did, when, when were you living there? That would have been 2016. Uh, oh, shit. And into 2017, maybe. Wow. Did we ever... That's so fucking weird. Because I was living in Dallas. Oh, for real? Yeah. I mean, That's I've so been in I, I've been in Austin now since. Um, oh yeah, are you? You're in Texas, right? Yeah, yeah. I lived in Dallas oh, from man. 2000. I lived in Dallas from 2013 to 2018, uh, eight, right? 18, 19? No, 19. Was it 19 or 18? I can't fucking remember anymore. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> that's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, I. Uh... <laughs> I didn't do a whole lot while I was living down there just because, like, yeah, that was that was literally step one from like going from tour life into like, where am I gonna what live? Are you gonna, yeah, <laughs> like, where are you gonna decide on living? Where are you gonna work and yeah, get back into that routine of being, I don't know, being not trying to be an adult, <laughs> I guess, I don't know, or yeah. normal, a normal yeah. adult things, <laughs> so yeah, somewhat, right? I mean. Music always was like a huge part, because like like I was saying, I lived at this practice space, so like a yeah. lot of times I would just uh, throw a room mic up, okay. and uh, it was this it was this insane room. Um, it was right above this old venue that used to be here in Minnesota. Oh really? And uh, dude, I could like play drums till four in the fucking morning if I wanted to. Like, oh that is fucking tight. And uh, that was a huge help for like writing a bunch. Um, yeah, definitely. Because in, improv, like drums and stuff like that, was never something that I had really. You think of ideas in your head when you're like typing in MIDI, but oh, like yeah. to actually have a recording of yourself playing it, doing it, and then yeah, doing it. it was cool. Yeah. What venue was it? You probably know Station Four. Oh wow, no shit. Yeah, it was, it was this practice space, or it was a ton of practice spaces. Oh. Um, what, like above it? Station. Yeah, oh, and there were just these huge rooms. Like, my ceiling in the room I had was probably a good 15, 20 feet, I'd say. Oh, wow. And dude, I like, had no idea that was a thing there. Dude, it was wild, and the people below me were always, like, throwing, <laughs> like, yeah. these huge, like, parties. Down. It was crazy. It was <laughs> kind of a wild time. That is wild. What year was that? Oh, how long were you there for? Yeah, like, 2017 to late twenty. 18 i believe oh, okay but my time has kind of lapsed yeah yeah same <laughs> i feel you on that <laughs> so how did like reflection uh, so reflections came together with you and who else was it patty you said yeah i'd say like the original beginning of that was me patty uh fran mm -hmm. and then it quickly became um patty and Fran's friend Alex, okay. who was the second guitarist, and then we had yeah. met, we had met this other guy named Bo, 
uh, from another band, and he was our first drummer. Oh, shit, okay. Um, and then very, very quickly, Alex left pretty quick because uh, he was, like, doing school. Yeah, and then so just we, out of time. Yeah, and then that's when Charlie had joined. Gotcha. And that's then... The- Bo left and then Cam joined and it was just (laughs) and and then Nick joined (laughs) it's always that way though I don't think it's so it's I think it's I think when we're like younger I don't know younger a lot of bands usually had the same members for a good amount of time I think getting older like I don't know through the years I've just noticed that bands just kind of they go through members more I don't know what it is maybe but people's lives just change it's just different than it was yeah it's from yeah. when i was like younger <clears throat> myself being in bands and everybody else <clears throat> a lot of bands were just literally same members and i think the only band that i know is like the same members that is ingested and i bring that up <clears throat> a lot because i don't even know that many other bands that have the same members and it's like they've had the same guys for 12 or 13 years now. That's crazy. It's nuts, dude. Should I have you gone through <clears throat> headphones? I mean, if you can hear me fine, it's cool. I don't hear myself twice. Okay. That's what I was worried about because I just oh, did yeah. something the other day and it was like, it was echoing for parts. So. Oh, was it? But I don't No, know. no, we're good. Okay, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like when it comes to like write, the writing process of the band, who's really in charge of that? Who's like really the one writing most of the music? Um, the music it changes. Part. It changes throughout the years. Cause it like, does. It, yeah, you know, yeah, during Fantasy true. Effect, when that when that really started, that was a lot of Bo and Patty, and then when Charlie joined, um, like Good Push was added, and then you mm-hmm. know, it became a very, it became it was the Fantasy Effect was probably the biggest group effort, really that the band ever did um because even you know everyone had input on that and we worked on that album for a long time <laughs> like yeah yeah um because that was before it was like let's go let's go yeah yeah um, that's when you could like take your time and just do it on your own pace you know um and then exist was you know very like divided and kind of split up into who did what and then uh, the color clear was a very big collaborative thing again um everyone had a yep. lot of input and even we had even like taken really old songs that uh were like put away because they were you know the band was very technical and kind of progressive before and we were you like well, were, now, we're, yeah. <laughs> now we can use some of this stuff so yeah um, bring it back rework it and then willow was very very um like it started with me and patty and mm-hmm. then for a long time I just worked on it alone um, and then um, when lo- I eventually because it got to a point where things were really tough to like it was just crazy because people's lives were just changing and, yeah uh, um, it's kinda Logan helped me kind of refine a lot of stuff and he added we he's took fucking out, good He's a good guitarist. Uh, he's he's been so fun to work with, and yeah, like, he really you know, does. you meet you meet someone on the internet, and that can go, <laughs> that can go a million ways, <laughs> you know. Um, it's very true. <laughs> but it was really cool how, because you know, I was sitting there one day, and um, 
the the idea in my head was that and friends uh point that he was at is that mm-hmm. he didn't want to tour again he would do shows here and there that he could do but he did not want to tour yeah so i'm like well if reflections tours it would be the only band i've ever seen pull off the three piece and look dope was glass cloud yeah but, <laughs> <though. laughs> but i don't think i don't think we you know i was like i don't think we got that especially with some of the stuff that we got going on in our tunes and yeah you need, um you need to be at least a four piece two guitars so, right yeah so then I happened, you know, I was just going through guitar forums and stuff all the time and just oh, watching really? stuff. and Yeah, YouTube uh, videos and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And uh, I just happened to stumble across a video of Logan and his situation seemed to be, like, feasible for me to see what he was up to. That is awesome. So it worked out. It worked out good. I've listened to his... Um his solo project that record he just came out yeah it's fucking wild yeah no it's really cool to have him like um just be a part of everything now because it gets a little overwhelming trying to do a bunch of stuff alone alone yeah i mean plenty of people do it oh yeah i mean look at it's crazy what charlie's doing now like it's it's really it's really that's a lot of work yeah, so. that is a lot of work. <laughs> just to do it all yourself. Right. Oh yeah, Benny asked, new album coming out this year. Well, new EP next month. What what Who date? Does? Uh my uh Benny in the chat. He's a cool dude. Oh. He said new album coming out this year. Well, you got the EP coming out next month. On um, what date does it come out? The EP. Uh, the, fir- the first single comes out, I believe it's on uh oh, February 12th. Oh, okay. When does the EP then come out? Are you just how how are you rolling? I think the actual so we're releasing it a song at a time. I got Oh, um, okay. So it's out. So by the time the third song comes out, then obviously it's the just EP out. will be released. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that's just kind of because of the way that streaming platforms <laughs> prefer you to release your music now. Yeah. I mean, it's a good way. It definitely helps with getting on, like, playlists, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. hopefully that'll... that'll Get a few. Yeah. And, I'm sure you will. We have... We have... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, uh, no, that's cool, man. <laughs> Are you guys going to have, like, physicals for it? Any physicals? Or is yeah, this just digital? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting to figure out what we're going to do because um, Tyler, uh, the the my friend who did the artwork, for, or all the artwork for the Color Clear, because oh. there was, like, 12 different pieces for that. Yeah, I yeah. Think, or more. There's um, more, right? Uh, he's going to be doing art for this, too. So, oh shit! Okay. So we're gonna wait. We have plenty of time. I think it's. I think the last single comes out in like. Is it March? Maybe. May. Oh May. Okay. <laughs> or something. Oh shit! But okay. It, but it won't seem that long because we're trying. We're doing this thing where we're putting the single out and then releasing the instrumental like a week oh, or two after. Oh. Okay. So you're gonna roll it out like that? That's a cool idea. I mean, um, it's crazy if you listen to the ep with vocals and then as an instrumental piece uh, mm-hmm. it's really like two completely different things wow um yeah i haven't even heard it <laughs> i kind of don't I, I, over to you maybe or I don't do you even think I listen, oh i did listen to willow i think a week before maybe oh yeah i did send that over to you i don't I mind though i don't mind wait like a lot of times even like brandon sacrifice i was like yeah send me it but i was like okay with waiting Man. i was like i kind of want to wait i kind of want to wait <laughs> the sacrifice is absolute yes. fire. Yes, they are. <laughs> they just like continue to get better. 
Yeah, uh, you love you love somehow. Them yeah, somehow I'm like, fuck you guys, they're nuts. That's a really th- that band. Um, um, not to change subjects here or whatever, but that band is definitely they know how to do shit themselves. And like you, even you guys too. It's like you We're guys do it well. It. Yeah, I mean everyone learn. You learn new ways. Like oh, let's try this. You know, you you could try things out and just do it yourself. Like you, you got no one telling you what to do. You know. That's what's fun about being like an independent band. Yeah. And I mean, like I'm really excited to get this some of this new music out because like Willow was a disaster. Like <laughs> with what, <laughs> like pro- putting it together or the like pro- the Yeah, the project the project files were like so jeez. Oh, because of just how things were, like we would record songs months apart from each other oh, and like you know, uh, with different guitars and different pickups and even, even one song would be recorded in multiple intervals of different times. So it's like, um, and have, that was actually another thing that Logan really helped with was introducing, uh, me to Jeff, Jeff key, who wound up producing that. Um, so a lot of props and, uh, goes out. Yeah. A lot of props goes out to him him. for piecing all that together. Yeah. (laughs) Because it, it, uh, it was like a would mess. not have been the same <laughs> without him. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, it came together. That's for sure. Yes. I think a lot of people loved it. I mean, I definitely loved it. I was like, this is heavy as fuck. <laughs> for the yeah, most it part, out, it came out pretty that's dirty. A, yeah, that's a heavy, <laughs> heavy record. Um, uh, I'm sure you guys are gonna have new merch too. Yeah. Um, out. you know, like I've talked to the folks that are merch now. Yeah, and uh, they've just kind of been overwhelmed with a bunch of stuff, and like I don't, I don't want to just keep pushing merch on people. Like, yeah, I know you mean. You know, like so I'm cool with just chilling and like, do, like I love seeing all the flags everyone's picked up recently. Like that was so crazy to see. Like everyone, um, I think it's yeah. cool keeping shit like limited and not always having new merch come out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I think agree. I think doing it around like when you're releasing new music, like you have a new record coming out, a new EP, yeah. or just new singles, you can maybe do like new merch that goes along with the singles, like a shirt and a hook, you know, shit like that, a flag, just something, you know. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Plus, it helps, you know, obviously you guys out with, you know, putting some money in your pockets. You're independent, and I think a lot of people realize that you are independent. I gotta, I gotta be honest and like. The band has like done so much better for itself recently than it ever has being on a label. That's sick. I mean, that's what I, you know. No offense to labels, like I'm friends with most of them. No, and yeah, I work with all. Yeah, but I think they can agree too. You know, and it's like some bands just, you know, some bands need that backing. They need a label to help them, and that's perfectly fine. And that it's cool. Like it's everyone's different. No one's gonna be the same. And, like, some bands can just do it themselves and pull it off. And I think if a band can pull it off themselves, I think that's extremely impressive. And I also think a lot of fans of the band look at that and they're, they can even be more supportive, like, and go out of their way more to, you know, oh, I'm definitely going to buy their merch because, or I mean, I'm going to buy their record. Yeah, that's how I feel, too. It's like, <laughs> dude, yeah, I'm going to buy their vinyl. Like, this like, band's independently doing this. It's like, shit, all right. Yeah, I love them. I'm going to buy their fucking record. Yeah, any artist no. that I see that's out really handling their own stuff, like I, I still a lot of times 
I don't re- I don't use Spotify. I know that pays artists too, and like if you're independent, yeah, it can actually a do bit. a lot for you. Yeah, um, you probably make a little bit more being independent. Yeah, from that. Um, but like I I always when I'm seeing like artists that I love like putting music out on Bandcamp, like mm-hmm. I'm gonna buy it because I love just going through. My, I still I still Your go through camp. my music on iTunes and just listen to albums. That's <laughs> yeah, how I do I, the same I'm shit, old dude. I'm getting old. How old are you now? Uh, 28. 28. So how old were you when the band started? Like 20? Maybe younger? Younger. Uh, 18. 18, right? 10 years. Yeah, I remember when you guys came out and like, I think Bobby, because I've known Bobby for too fucking long. And, um, (laughs) and I remember him telling me how I remember like, oh yeah, these dudes are fucking young as shit. Dude, we did so much shit when we were a young band that was like, I look back on that shit. I'm like, oh my fucking god! It's like, but, why the like, fuck did we do that? <laughs> just had no idea how to conduct ourselves on yeah. these tours, you know? Like, oh man, it's funny. It's definitely. I, I feel like a lot of bands look up, look back at themselves though from the early years and just see how they were, like when they first started touring up until like now. They're like, why did we do that? Why do we act that way or why what the fuck were we doing then? <laughs> why yeah. do we spend all this money on this stupid ass shit? <laughs> yeah, I definitely wish we would have handled ourselves a little different, but you know, <laughs> you live and you learn. That's so, all it is, man. You know. You live once. Um, what's your we had a question, a few questions in chat. What's your favorite city you've ever toured? Like what's your do you have a top city that you've you loved? to go to uh, when you guys were touring i mean i like my favorite things about touring were always like what those places looked like so i really yeah. like arizona i really like colorado yeah like, i love colorado um i probably yeah it's between the desert and the mountains for desert me. and mountains <laughs> <laughs> and you guys uh, have never really been to europe either right no 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 uh, we were about to go over there for our first time this yeah. past year. Tech now, yeah, well, right. we, we were going to do some other stuff there, too. But yeah. I'm, not even sure, I'm not sure how that's going to happen. Yeah. Cat's <laughs> <laughs> like, give me all the attention now. Yeah, this is Penny. She loves <laughs> she loves everything. What's uh, what, what would you say your favorite Reflections record is? If you had a pick right now. The hard one for me. Um, I would probably say the color clear because of some of the like times affiliated with that. Yeah. Um, I'm very proud of Willow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And also, you know, the fantasy effect because that was another album. (laughs) It's it's tough to pick one because I I associate them with different things. Well, yeah, different Um, times of your life too. Yeah. Right. But man, when when the fantasy effect was coming out and like the band was in a good spot, um, that that, that was record. the most fun I've ever had. There you go. <laughs> that was yeah that time. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. So when that re- I remember when that record came out, shit was just popping off for reflections. Yeah, it was crazy. That like, was like I a crazy when- time. That like time when that came out. Like a lot of bands, but like was, you guys it were was too. It was a lot different back then. It really you know, was. Like, I remember I would spend hours every day 
reaching out to people and trying to show them, you know, sending them our videos and our stuff. And yeah, you know, it wasn't getting blocked or filtered out. And you mm. can actually really reach people like that. Yeah. And then it started, uh, it all just started happening. And it was like my, was that MySpace times? Reflections did have a MySpace page, but it was like right at the end. Oh, like, yeah. It was towards the end, the transition yep. where everyone was yep. moving on over to good old Facebook. But that was back when Facebook had like, oh, fuck, I can't remember what it's called. Um, you could listen to music on a band's Facebook. Oh, yeah. They had the like actual music player. Yeah, it was like band page. So that's what I loved about MySpace was that you had a music player. Dude, MySpace for music was the, like the actually best. you you go to their thing and there's the music, there's their tour dates yeah. right there, you know. Everything it was a it was like a website for the band. Yep. It you really didn't, was. you didn't need a website because you had a MySpace. Like if anything yeah. you bought a domain for your band's name or whatever, but you always like I I I I remember seeing so many bands just redirect that straight to their MySpace. What That's was how the, I discovered Suicide Silence was on MySpace. MySpace same. Yeah. With their uh, family wow. guy. Yep. Do you remember all that? <laughs> oh, stuff? yeah, dude. I remember all that shit. When Suicide Silence came out, jeez, dude. People were like, what the fuck is this? And I remember when Carnifex came out, everyone was like, they're ripping off Suicide Silence. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's so crazy to even think back to that. Because I, I, I remember I was listening to The Masked Drummer, yep. My, my dad, like, used to get CDs from the CD company to, like, bring to his job. Oh, um, really? Yeah, so we would just get boxes and boxes of CDs of, like, all kinds of different artists and, like... What the fuck? I got, like, Metallica, Saint Anger, <laughs> Cold, Year of the Spider. Oh, yeah, Cold, um, I used to love that record. Dude, that, that, I <laughs> that so record good, bro. So stupid. I love like, Cold, dude. So good. I don't give a fuck. Crossfade. <laughs> Crossfade. Dude. Break, I got some Breaking Benji in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. But, uh, but then all of a sudden, I'm on MySpace, and I hear, um, like, Job for Cowboys doing oh. EP. Oh, man. I'm like, what is yeah. this? It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Where did this come from? <laughs> yep. and suicide Silence was right after, and I was just like, all right, that's crazy. Oh, dude. It was... Those were like the best times. I, MySpace by far was the best social media period. It was just cool how much you could do what you wanted with your stuff. Yeah, and you didn't need anything else. Like you yeah, didn't need to run like, you didn't need to run any other social media pages. Like now it's like you gotta run the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter. Uh, you know, if you have a tw now Twitch, you know, a lot of bands are coming on or band members are using Twitch, which is cool. I think that's yeah. rad. I think it's been, Twitch has been um, awesome for musicians, I feel like. You know, I know like I, I brought, I told you about how that episode with Mike Leon from Soulfly. It's like he started on Twitch like six months ago now, almost six months ago now. And he's been popping off on here. Like he's shredding bass, you know, We'll play video games here and there with his community, like community type games, like Among Us and stuff. And then, but like, mostly just like music streams, hanging out, having guests on it too, like friends of his that are in bands, you know? And it's just like, you could really just do whatever the fuck you want. And um, for the most part. I, I applaud <laughs> anyone that has the energy in them to be that extrovert. Yeah. 
because <laughs> it i i i struggle to push myself to that's talk and talk yeah <laughs> it's good though like when ch- everyone in like chats like you know talking or asking questions or just everyone's vibing together it, it, it oh, keeps yeah, no, you awesome. it keeps you awake yeah, yeah it keeps you awake like i used to at first i was like gaming at first on here and then i thought of the idea of doing this podcast and then i was then it kind of then then my twitch went from like me playing video my you know games that i do love to like not really doing that anymore and mostly focusing it around uh music i mean that's really that's my true love and it's always been since i was a kid so it's like you know i'll do these podcast episodes and i have like you know, every week I'll do like music streams where all where everyone's just showing each other music, music videos, you know, bands, band guys, girls will come on and be like, hey, check out my band. You know, what do you think of it? Ask me for advice, this and that, you know, so it's like kind of just evolved into that, like really, really based around music more than anything at this point, which I'm fine with. I, that's what I enjoy more when it comes to like playing video games. I kind of just like having that time to myself or, you know, or if I'm playing yeah, like if I'm playing games with like my friends and shit, like I just rather just be like private and <laughs> just do it. You know what I'm saying? It's just that's just how I am. Get all know. pissed off by yourself. Yeah, yeah. When I'm playing Call of Duty and I want to smash my screen because they didn't nerf the gun that they said they were gonna nerf, the DMR nerf the fucking gun. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh shit. Anyway, let's get back on track. <laughs> yeah. Josh knows Alpha Omega and Chad. It's Josh from Aether. He plays a lot of Call of Duty. Fuck the t- God, seriously. One fucking game that overpowered. Oh. Anyway, we don't got to get into that. Uh, let's see. What's some of your favorite bands you've toured with? Uh, hmm. <laughs> Last Cloud was, as oh, I yeah. had mentioned, was. Oh, super yeah. Awesome. Um, Shout out to Josh Travis. Yes. The, the man uh, era all the dudes in era, um, era invent nice animate, like invent animate was one of the first bands that we toured with where i was like like we just hung out like the entire time like, yeah every, just every, always every, hanging out yeah it was so fun like we'd actually like kind of like <laughs> drive with each other on the fucking highway yeah like leave uh, at the same time <laughs> like yeah, let's meet up over here we'll yeah. follow each other yeah it was awesome those are good um, times those guys rule. I love their la- their latest record. Oh, every, right? every everything they do is awesome. It's gold. Um, man, I don't know. When we toured with Swornin, that was really fun. Oh yeah, Swornin guys. Um, those Oceano. Yeah. Like, we toured with Oceano so much actually. Now that I think about it, you guys <laughs> really did. It 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 was kind of crazy. <laughs> um, Torbert. Uh, the dudes in youth. Are, oh yeah, youth friends, villains. <laughs> yep, that was super. Oh, I love that fucking band too. That was a good. That was they were a really good band. They stood out to me a lot. Like they came out obviously around the time like sworn in and stuff, but like mm-hmm. villains, youth forever, whatever you want to call them, really stood out to me more. I yeah, kinda, I ta- caught on to them more than I did. Than like they're, they're definitely another really really fucking awesome band kingmaker's <laughs> sick too mm-hmm. yeah that was another guys, really good band. kingmaker yeah they should have taken off that was like yeah, one it, just, it sucks sometimes how it does 
because like there's there's a, a lot of bands that just it's like how is this happening i know <laughs> it, it's crazy yeah it's how does nobody know yeah how don't you know why don't you like this band <laughs> barrier was sick too yes wayfair are they they're they're I like i heard they're doing something again yeah they like they are i thought they were i i know that like the guys are fucking rad like the last time i saw them and hung out with barrier was at the um adalia's uh farewell show in Florida. oh man yeah that's it was I I could, we toured with them too we did a for for the fallen dreams tour with those dudes oh really yeah we played at the skate park and it was super it was so sick <laughs> Those dudes, like, Adalia was, you know, it's like one of those other bands that, like, should have taken off, too, you know. But yeah, just, no, for real. The Farewell Show was, uh, like, such a blast. Like, Barrier played. Uh, I Am played. Um, who else played? Afterlife played. Who Afterlife used to be Every Passing Dream. Um, I'm Missing Bands. The, oh, Varials played it. And a few others, like, oh, some locals sick, that were, like, really sick. And, um... That was like, because I've known Adalia for a long time and I booked them and everything. And it was always like upsetting not seeing them get the tours they should have gotten, you know, and the recognition they should have got. So being at the last show was obviously a lot of fun because everyone there, like everyone's friends, like it's just one big ass party. But it was very like emotional at the same time watching them play and being like, oh, this is literally going to be the last time we see this band. Probably like I don't see them. Maybe they'll do a reunion later on, but I, I, I'm not I wouldn't even get my hopes up over that. They've moved on, you know, but who knows? Yeah, <laughs> you never no, know sometimes. I mean, it'd be cool if maybe for fun they just did a show or two you know? yeah exactly like a few years from now I'm like yeah let's just fucking do it medium <laughs> mode yeah yeah <laughs> i mean i really didn't expect like reflections to come back like i didn't like when i found out i was like no way there were times where i didn't know if it was really gonna ever happen so um and it's it's cool that i don't think we're ever gonna be like what we were before like i don't mm -hmm. ever want to be touring like that yeah. again oh yeah i even when we you know we're talking in the beginning about working together it was like yeah. even bobby was like they're they're not gonna be full-time i'm like i don't care i mean i don't care if a band doesn't want to be full-time like back then like years ago it was like yeah i need full i need to book full-time bands now i'm like what do you guys want to do we want to yeah. tour twice a year okay we want to do like pretty good tours like we got to make some money you know we can't come home broke i'm like all right you know, and that's like the mission. That's the goal, you know. We're just like Have in this fun. weird spot as a band where it's like <laughs> if we tour too much, it's it's not beneficial. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think bands, you know, I think when tours start to happen again, I think a lot of shows are really going to be good. I think it's yeah. going to be popping for They're a good while. Band. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I really think everyone's going to do their very, 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 very best to make it to a lot of shows. Like as much as they can and whatnot because we've been deprived of them for like over a year you know a year now and going longer than a year dude i can't believe how long it's been it's really weird like it's i am not and i've said this before a lot of people in here have heard me say it like it is extremely weird still some days waking up and having like only like a couple emails <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm like so used to like 
you know, having like my spreadsheet out of like my roster and what everyone's doing and like what I'm working on or like tours I'm trying to get them that I have them submitted for and tours that I'm booking and having like all these tabs open of tours that I'm booking because I put everything in Google Sheets. So like I have to have all these tabs open for this tour, that tour, this tour, that, you know, and I'm going through every morning following up with promoters you know, hey, is this, is this is that date available? Hey, you got that offer? <laughs> like, can we confirm? Like, it's like I'm so used to that shit. Like, it, but I love it, and it, I, I guess like I like the stress. <laughs> so a lot of people are like, "How are you still doing this?" Like, 15 years later, I'm like, I don't know because it's all I know and love to do. And I think the one thing I love is the most is getting bands tours with bands they want to tour with. You know, when they're they're like, "Hey, this is our like list of bands of." like our goals like bucket list and you yeah. start landing those tours for those bands and then the tours do well obviously you know that makes it even better you know the aftermath like where it's just like yo that tour crushed the guys come home with money they fucking you know it did great blah 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 everyone had a good time and it's like it just feels so good so that makes me keep working harder and harder and harder <laughs> so it's weird so oh, that's awesome yeah. I feel like this year has been, <laughs> I don't remember the commercial, but it was so perfect. It was like so dark, but so funny. It was like these two dudes, like it was like January or February, 2020. Oh, I yeah. think we're three weeks off of work. And then it was like nine months later and it was just like panning of him sitting in his room. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah. That's how this it's, whole year is. Going. It's wild, man. A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff was planned this year. It was, it's crazy because I remember my parents have always been supportive of what I do. Like my dad was like, as long as you pay your bills, keep doing it. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, and he's like, I'll support you, you know, and be for, you know, and be supportive of this career path that you chose. Right. And, uh, I remember talking to him, I think it was probably around Christmas of, uh, 2019 and, uh, just being like, yeah, like this is never... (laughs) My job's never going to stop. You know, bands have to tour. Like, they're always going to want to tour. It's, it's, they're, people will always enjoy going to a live concert, a festival, everything. Like, that will never stop. I hope. <laughs> and then a few months later, fuck. <laughs> My dad was like, so yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, but, uh, I mean, it'll come back. It's, I'm not. It's yeah. Even negative. I'm gonna cry like when they happen on again. On the horizon. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the uh, we're getting. I feel like by you know, by like March April, we'll have um, a way better picture of the fall. Like late right. later this year. Like okay, maybe okay stuff will okay that tour will happen. I think it's gonna be very. Um, when tours start happening, I think it's going to be a gradual build. Like, there's going to be no, like, thousand-plus ticket bands going out. Like, maybe in some markets there will be those shows. But I don't think there will be, like, full tours of that. But I think, like, bands that draw, like, 50, 100, 150, 200 will happen, hopefully. But it will yeah, be really good might, for them. Yeah, they might still have capacity limits in place still, so... Yeah, and that's the other thing we're going to have to work around as well. Literally. A lot of bands probably don't want to tour if there's a capacity. Yeah, well, that's the other thing you're going to run into. It's like, 
you're, I'm gonna, if a band's like, okay, let's try to book this tour, and it's like you have it together, and then I'm getting holds for it, but then I'm gonna have to put next to every show, like what the capacity is going to be, what the restrictions are going to be, and then we're gonna have to keep an eye on it, and now I'm gonna have to stay up to date with all the promoters, you know, as it gets a little bit closer, and then like two months out, see where everyone's at, and update it again, and then show the band like, Okay, before we announce this tour that is supposed to happen in two months, this is what everything looks like right now. You're going to have 50% capacity here. This place is fine. You're going to have 25% here. You know, do you want, and this is what money is going to look like. These are the deals. So can you do this? And it's going to be on the band, the bands to go with it or just say, fuck it, reschedule. Right. So it can be a lot of work, but. It is what it is. We'll get there. Do you, uh, Josh Mathier had a question. Uh, do you have any memorable tour pranks? <laughs> Probably memorable from early on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there are like some incidents. I mean, it wasn't a prank, but once Francis accidentally kicked out Invent Animate's taillight on their van. <laughs> By accident? Yeah, he was like trying to do a, like a karate kick, and he actually kicked the Smashed light. Smashed it. <laughs> um, gotcha. <laughs> God, I mean, yeah, I don't know. There weren't really like pranks, but there's plenty of of crazy, funny stuff that happened. Yeah, I feel like um, there's just like so much that it's like hard to like. If people were to ask me like, what's like some what's like one memorable moment of touring with a band or. Uh, being at a show of one of your tours and something funny has happened, I'll be like, um, I, there's a lot of stuff has happened. <laughs> yeah. Especially I would say with ingested too. <laughs> it's like one band I've hung out with a lot. Um, I mean more than that rivers and Nile. I, there's so many, it's hard. I feel like but that's funny that it kicked out their headlight by accident. You yeah. probably felt really bad. Yeah, no, I felt really bad. <laughs> so when it like when the writing process with the lyrics go, is that all you? Like when it comes to lyrics? Yeah, I've always written like all the lyrics for everything. And for everything. It's, it's different sometimes because um, sometimes I'll write, I'll have writing already from just things that I've written, and yeah. they'll they'll wind up fitting into a certain song mm-hmm. um sometimes i'll have the song first and base lyrics around the patterns um gotcha but yeah it's it's all you i like i like writing in general so like a lot of times um i'll just see what song brings like fits what piece of writing and then yeah also, I guess maybe listening to a song, like how you feel, like how it makes you feel, maybe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or sometimes while I'm writing the or working on a song, like the lyrics will also be happening in my head at the same time. Oh, wow. Kind of this gradual construction. Yeah. Do you guys all like live near each other for the most part? But besides, because Logan uh, doesn't live near you guys, does he? No, Logan's in Louisiana. Oh, okay. Nick is in New York. Oh wow! Um, oh yeah, Nixon Upstate, right? Yep. That's yep. right. That's right. 
And then I live in Maple, like Maple Grove. And then Patty lives in the cities, and Fran lives a little out of the cities. Oh, so shit. Kind three of, of us are, are kind of close. Yeah, and now the two guys are, are far a little away. further away. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. What are your, some of your, like, main influences, like, I guess, growing up? Dude, yeah. um... Is any... So, honestly, like... I'm gonna, I might catch some heat for this, but I don't care. <laughs> I fucking loved the St. Anger album. Did you? Heard. I Dude, I actually like it now. I didn't I I thought <laughs> that album was so sick, and I loved how the snare sounded. Oh, I man. <laughs> I thought it sounded so dope, and that's why I liked Suicide Silence, because I was like, it has the fucking... It like, has the snare, you're right. If you listen to No Time to Bleed, like that yeah. album, it mm -hmm. has the same sounding snare. Um, but yeah, like that album really made me like want to start playing drums. Um, oh, the Saint Anger record. Yeah. No shit. That's and funny. and when I um, heard Suicide Silence, that's when I really wanted to try and start doing vocals. Oh, and then one okay. day, Patty showed me on MySpace. Uh, <laughs> Danza three. Oh yeah, what and that was, that was when I was like, I want to be. We need to start a completely new band. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was that moment, like when you heard Danza Pretty three. Much, yeah, because like I remember like some of the other members in that band, like because I would just listen to Danza three like nonstop and the cleansing. Like, I yeah, just, oh, those, dude, good. Re I mean, amazing fucking records, dude. They were like game-changing metal records, in my opinion. Yeah, and no, they were. Some of the other dudes in the band were like, "Why do you? This isn't like metal that like normal people listen to." And I'm like, <laughs> "Like, what does that even mean?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I mean, it was because what was that? I mean, cleansing was like. I mean. Oh nine. Yeah, it had to be, wasn't it? It had to be oh nine. And I think Danza three was around, Let's or was see. it oh eight even? Let's yeah, I think check. it was before. I think it was. The cleansing was 2008. Yeah, 08. And then Tony Danza. Let's see. That Maybe that was 2010. 2010, yeah. Yep. Yep. I, yeah. Dude, I toured with Tony Danza. It was. For real? 2006 or 5. 2006 or 7. It was. Uh, I was with My Bitter End from New York. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. So we drove from, um, so like that was the one band that like really influenced me a lot from, I, I play guitar, so I was in a couple bands before I decided to be a booking agent. <laughs> and uh, they really influenced me a lot because they were so hardworking. They're all, you know, there's like that one band from your local area that was just like popping off and always fucking touring, always playing shows, right? Always. Yeah always going 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 and their shows were always fucking insane i've probably been to more my bitter end shows than any other band and uh so i remember i think it was mike the drummer or the you know the band posted on myspace <clears throat> they need like a merch person or just someone to tour if they have room they want to bring someone with them and i remember responding to it. i was 17 and I was like, yo, I'm totally down. And they hit me up. Mike was like, yo, yeah, well, come with us. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, half of the tour was Tony Danza, Lie by Mistake. And then the other half was um, As, Blood, As Blood Runs Black. 
It was insanity. That was must have been. Was that yeah. right when? Uh, is that Allegiance? Yeah, Allegiance. Oh, dude! Right when As Blood Runs Black was popping, and that yeah. was Tony Danza only had their self-titled record out, the first one. Oh, for real? Yeah, that's all. They didn't have they didn't have Danza two out yet. I saw I saw Danza when Danza three was out, and that was so dope. Oh yeah, and then later that- on, 2010 was when uh, me and my friend Joel. Hasten went on tour that over the limit tour. Remember that with Asbodon's Black and Oceano co-headlining. Oh yeah, yeah. Tony Danza. Yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. Me and him TM'd it. Like he TM'd like five of the bands, and I TM'd five of the bands. Didn't that go through Minnesota? (laughs) Pretty positive. It was nuts. That My Bitter End tour. That My Bitter End tour played. Remember that fest called Robot Mosh Fest? Does that ring a bell? I don't know. It was in, I think it was Wisconsin, but everyone played it. I mean, like, Bono Osiris, after the, you know, first time seeing Bono Osiris, first time seeing After the Burial with their original singer. Like, it was, oh, yeah. It was a gnarly look. Yeah, I'll send you the flyer later, but it was, yeah, dude, I might recognize that. You'll probably recognize, dude, the lineup was intense. So, <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, that Over the Limit tour was a blast, too. So that was then, then I saw Tony Danza with Josh. That's was he playing drums or no? Was he was he, guitar. He was always doing guitar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was always doing. I mean, as far as I know, because okay. I think he did. He come in the band. Yeah, did he come in the band for Danza too? I can't remember because I honestly I started with Danza with Danza three. Yeah, so that that's was a good where, fucking record. Yeah, that just absolutely blew me. Oh, up. Josh did drums on four. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yep. What? I didn't know he played drums. Yeah. What the fuck? Pretty sure he's like... He's a monster. He is such a monster. Yeah. Yeah, I remember his setup on Over the Limit Tour. Everyone was always amazed by it. And he'd tell everybody, stay the fuck away from my shit. Like, don't bring your your drink near it. Don't bring your food (laughs) near it. Like, you could not go near it. I mean, this dude would just... His setup was just staffed, dude. It was kind of intimidating. Yeah, he had a huge, uh, huge rig on Glass Cloud. Oh yeah, Glass Cloud too. I mean, he, he he's on tour. He just started streaming recently, which is crazy. I didn't. He like came out of nowhere. I was like, oh, I'm on Twitch. I'm like, oh shit, yes. <laughs> I will watch you every time you stream. So I just love watching him play guitar. I love it more than anything. Yeah, he just has a lot of fun with it. He does a lot. He shows it too. Like I remember yep. that whole tour, he was just having a blast. It just it, he never let down like throughout the whole set it was just him just going off and somehow playing every song without making a mistake i mean he probably made mistakes but no one caught it <laughs> you having that much fun dude doesn't yeah. even it doesn't matter <laughs> so outside of music do you have any lo- uh hobbies anything you do outside of music uh is music your thing <laughs> Music is pretty much That's all that I, I do. I don't yeah. really play video games. No. Like, and there's nothing. I like, I actually enjoy watching people play games more than I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, there's so, some games I, <laughs> like, I started playing this game called Escape from Tarkov, which is just a very uh, realistic, um, is the most realistic, like, FPS, first-person shooter ever, mm. in my opinion. It's like Call of Duty times 10. But very 
everything is so detailed. Every, I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, so I've been like diving into that more and it's, it's frustrating at times, but I do really love watching people who are really good at the game play it. <laughs> and I could sit here for like a couple hours just watching it and learning too. Or really bad. Yeah, or really bad. It's funny too. <laughs> but seeing people that are so good at like, especially a game like Escape from Tarkov, it's like, how are you this good at this game? It's like kind of mind blowing. I mean, the same goes for a lot. I mean, a lot of video games. I really like the game Limbo. Have you ever Lim played that? What Limbo or Limba? Limbo. Limbo. Yep. I don't know. What it's like a heck? problem solving game. It's a problem solving game. Let me yeah. look it up. It's it's so awesome, dude. Oh, here it is. Limbo. Oh, what? Limbo is a puzzle platform video game developed by Independent Studio Play Dead. Okay. I gotta check this one out. Yeah, you should. It's really, it's great. Yeah, I'm gonna leave that up. Uh, Steph asked, "Is there a certain fan interaction that comes to mind where you've really felt your your music impact someone?" Oh uh, yeah, I've had, I've had a lot of experiences. Um, yeah, talking I feel like people that were, you know, really connected with the music and and or the lyrics. Yeah. And, uh, and that always means a lot to me because um, I've uh, been at certain points, or particularly a certain point. There was one time in, in specific that will always stand out to me more than another, where I had pretty much given up on everything and, you know, I didn't really see another day coming. Yeah. And, uh, I put on. Uh, an album uh, by an artist named Helios and mm. that album literally saved my life it, it's like a, it's an instrumental album but I just sat there and listened uh, yeah. to that and something just happened and uh, it was always something that I would like to do is yeah. to try and be that or help with that Yeah, uh, you know I've had people like ask me before and I've you know like, why do you write such negative stuff? And it's like, you're just looking at it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Because, like, yeah. when you feel like that, you don't want to read about or listen to how happy someone else is. This is very fucking true. Like, you want to know that you're not alone. Exactly. And, like, other people have been to that point where you are. And that mm -hmm. there is another day coming, you know? So yeah. it's like that's that's kind of like what music and writing is for me and i couldn't uh pinpoint necessarily one specific interaction with someone that was like uh that like stood out more than the other i guess yeah they're all very they're all very meaningful yeah yeah the color clear you could definitely i think that's the right you know i, I sometimes i don't like i don't know when i listen to the band sometimes i don't listen or try to listen to the what he's saying what the vocalist is saying but when it came to that record, I really like went in and, you know, I could honestly, for the most part, understand like everything you were saying to where I didn't have to like read the lyrics, you know, to Some make of that, that writing dated back to when I was like 16 years old for that album. Wow. No yeah. shit. Yeah. I feel like you've definitely have had a lot of, but even like before, like, you know, um, Steph asking this question, I mean, that's something I feel like you've 
without even asking you it, I, I know that you've definitely have talked. You probably have talked to a ton of fucking people where your writing, your lyrics, and everything have uh, helped them and impacted them. You know, in some sort of way. Yeah, I mean, I, I can only. Which is great. I can only I mean, because everyone wants to feel connected to something. Even like, like I know that record you're talking about is instrumental, but even like some instrumental records, like you don't even need vocals. No, you can speak through music. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. That's why it's so amazing. Yeah. Because you know, there's a lot. There's plenty of artists that I listen. To. I listen to more instrumental music than I do music with vocals in it. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's really incredible how people can communicate without words through music. Dude, seriously, because you like. I, you could feel it through the music. Like, you could feel emotion through yeah. just music, period. Sometimes you can almost hear what they're trying to yeah. say. <laughs> it's yeah, really, you'll start really... saying stuff or singing something in your head. That's that... actually how I title uh, songs for, like, my solo project is, like, I'll be like, what words do these notes bring into my head? Wow. And, that's rad. And that's kind of how that happens. That is fucking rad. Has, um has like the writing writing process for like new reflect like what's different different between like the writing process for the new stuff than like the older stuff like I, has there been like big changes every, every writing process for every album was so different um i feel like you now guys feel better about it now do you guys feel, feel like, like more put I together like, i guess Is that yeah now it's a little more <laughs> streamlined i'd say yeah okay um, cause it's just like, you know, not only do you know, like what one formula might work well, but it's like, we've tried writing drums first. We've done guitar tracks first. We've written songs around <laughs> vocals before. So it's like, it's like, I'm very familiar with different ways to approach things. Yeah. I'd say the hardest thing now, especially after how much material we have written right now and how much we've worked on. And <clears throat> sometimes it's hard to find motivation. Yeah. Um, but you know that comes and goes in cycles. I think for a lot of people, and yeah, you can't just always. I don't think. I feel like people go through these spurts of like banging out song after song. You know, yeah, it'll happen for a few months, and then you just kind of go, "All right, I I need to give it a I need a rest." (laughs) You need to collect your your thoughts a little bit and and experience some things. Yeah, exactly. Like you can't. I don't think there's anyone that just is always writing music. There's always going to be some sort of little break in between or long break in between. There's probably a bunch of people that just are like, nah, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I write a song every day. Or I write a riff every day. Yep. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's possible for sure. <laughs> Not me, though. <laughs> no, no. I like when bands take their time, though. You know? I'm just like, we don't need... Remember when every band was trying to come out with a record every year? Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you I, have the content to do it, like if you're like pumping it out, all right. But if it's like you're being rushed to do it, I don't, I don't think you should get rushed. You know what I'm saying? Or um, you shouldn't allow you shouldn't allow someone to rush you, is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, like, tell that people can, no. Can <laughs> like I know, mm-hmm. I know some bands have written their albums in the studio when they go there yeah you know? oh yeah tons of bands dude I'm like that is crazy like, imagine, I, I can't imagine going into the studio and writing it there 
Yeah, it would make me nervous, but you know, some people, some people probably do. perform well under that. Yeah, I mean, even when I had Austin from Lorna Shore earlier this week on here, he was even like, yeah, when we have like a deadline for something, that's when we start writing. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, all right. Man. I mean, to so each good. their own. I know, I love it. That band, I can't wait for new Lorna Shore. I think they're just oh, going to completely top that last record. They're going to completely... That's they're gonna explode. They've gotten better consistently. Yeah, oh yeah, they have. I feel like a lot of bands right now keep getting better, and it's really, really cool to see. It's very true. I mean, Lorna Shore, uh, Brand of Sacrifice, Signs of the Swarm, you guys. Yeah, they've been putting out some heaters too. (laughs) Yeah, this next Signs of the Swarm song, Jesus Christ, dude. No one's gonna expect what's on this one either. What day does that come out again? Uh, when does it come out? I think it's Signs of the Swarm is supposed to come out, I think, next month. or the. Okay. It's a music video, too. It's a new single nice. music video with the new single. Two guest vocalists that everyone will love, love, because they're two of my favorite. Um, I'm not, cannot say more than that, or they'll I'll hate me. <laughs> I'll, tell, <laughs> I'll tell you afterwards. <laughs> but it, it's dope, man. The band just gets better. And like, there's a lot of other bands. I mean, I'm missing a lot right now. But I mean, Rivers of Nile. This could go on and on yeah. and on. Have you listened to Rivers of Nile? I have before. Um, I'll have be you? completely honest. Sometimes I don't listen to a lot of metal just because, yeah. um, not because I don't enjoy it, just because like sometimes. I try and keep a comfortable distance from it so I don't let things get too influenced. For sure. I think if you didn't listen to the latest Rivers and Isle record that came out a couple years ago, um, where owls know my name, you should you should listen oh, to Oh, I listened that. to that one. Oh, you did? With the sax? Yeah, yeah. yeah, all right. That's a good one. Yeah. That band, they show me like pre-pro. Like Brody writes the majority of it, the guitarist. And he showed me pre-pro and I was just like, fuck, man, how do you get better? How do you keep getting better? <laughs> how do you because everyone's like when I heard where I was knowing my name I was like how are they going to top this shit how, are you, how do you go above this and I and then, then they do it and you're like fuck how are they going to top that <laughs> you know I mean he was even feeling the same way as I hope people like this next record <laughs> yeah, I guess you never really know nervous feeling when you're yeah. sitting on an unrele- um, unreleased material <laughs> yeah because you're kind of you're always questioning it right always like yeah are people gonna like this but at the end of the day it's just you should you just gotta i mean it. that's what's nice again about being independent is i'm not so focused on what's everyone gonna think and i'm more yeah. focused, am i having a good time exactly <laughs> were you guys nervous about willow when you released willow or was it kind of uh, just yeah. like a... i was i was really nervous because it's um, been a while right it's been a while there was a lot of songs on the album that were supposed to turn out a little bit di- differently and be a little bit more technical and just oh, because, really yeah like oh, okay. the song goes originally like had a lot more techie stuff in it but just through oh shit like i though everything was such a nightmare like the project files from how bits and pieces everything was yeah um, yeah a lot of the di's or some of the di's weren't even di's you know and like they were actually recorded audio oh, um so that was just uh we needed to record re-record some stuff and it wasn't really translatable from a you know from a third party without di's so it mm-hmm. was like but uh 
yeah, I was really nervous because it's like a big Chug Monster album. You it know? is. I didn't really expect it like to be like that. I don't know well, what I expect, to be honest with you. I think a lot of people were ready for like the Color Clear Part 2. Yeah. I feel and like that was kind were. of the plan originally. And we had like a bunch of songs written for that. And to be honest, if this year we would have been on the road, we probably would have had another wow. album out this year. Jeez. Um, yeah. But I'm actually really glad that we didn't because, you know, it led to these collaborations with Kale and Buster. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, which is great. Yeah, oh, that wow. music is uh, super out there. So I am, uh, <laughs> I'm really excited about that. That's fucking awesome. I'm definitely stoked to listen to it. Even have you heard that new Humanities Last Breath? Oh yeah, I was just about to say when we were Fuck talking about dude. bands that yeah. just keep better. Um, yeah. How yeah, do they get better? Like, <laughs> dude's they're, a genius. They just are so much in their own realm. It's really they really are. It's crazy. It's my friend Bryce uh, Lucian. He does like that Devastation on the Nation tour with me. He works at Bloodlust oh, nice. Distribution, and he's a longtime friend of mine. Um, he's from that band Seeker. I don't know if you've ever heard of them before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're they're a gnarly band. But he literally texted me this morning and was like, "Dude, what the fuck is what the fuck? This new Humanity's Last Breath song is so <laughs> fucking heavy. They're the sickest band ever now." <laughs> and yeah, I'm they, like, "Dude, really I don't." I love the last record, but then you hear these new songs. I'm like, God, what? They just yeah, I really it, love man. everything they've done. Yeah, I'm really so good, excited for new Villagerda as well. Oh, I cannot wait. The TV is killing me. Out this year. Oh, the, yeah. Okay, so good. We'll, we'll get new Villagerda finally. <laughs> I don't know for sure, but I know there, there's going to be a, a bunch of good music coming out this year. So Yeah, I think we all, yeah, Steph, we need new Villagerda. <laughs> I remember seeing them on that Vale Maya tour. Remember that tour? Are you talking about the one with uh, Structures? Mm-hmm. Man, I Fuck, dude. saw that show when it came through Minnesota. That was like the ultimate tour it, package. It was in. It was at a here. It was in Fort Worth at Tomcats West. Yeah, four hundred awesome. people, oversold because that place should not hold four hundred people. Yeah, three max is like okay. I can breathe. Four hundred is like I can't breathe anymore. But it was insane. It like was on that. Was here comes the Kraken on? Yeah, here comes the Kraken was on that. I think. uh, Vale Maya, Maya, right? Yeah, Yeah, Vale Maya. It was them headlining, wasn't it? I believe so. How do you spell Benjamin? Let's see. Uh, V I L D H J A R T A. Yeah, here it is. I'm trying to find. I want to find the admin. Yeah, here it is. Yep, Velamaya Structures North Lane. I think oh, that was North Lane's first time here. I'm pretty sure it was Veljarda's first time here, and here comes the Kraken's first time here. Dude, I remember North, North Lane. I'm a huge. I love North Lane. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, they're Dude. super good. I forgot I mean, they were on that. Yeah, I forgot too. Yeah, wait for 400 people at Tomcats. We I used to work at Tomcats. We we had many shows with 400 people. <laughs> we should not have had 400 people there. <laughs> yeah, there's. I mean, that was one of the most wonderful things that I hope we can experience again someday is overpacked venues. Yeah. Oh yes, please. Remember, we used to like hate it, but now I'm like, nah, man, I need that. <laughs> yeah, now it's so so distant and enticing. It is. That was a hell of a tour, and I'm pretty sure that tour sold out a lot of places. That Dude, was... the place, the 
place I came in Minnesota was a Skyway Theater. Oh yeah, I know Skyway. What, which which it was it was packed here, and they had two, two because there was like the stage A and stage B. Yeah, and that too, right? Yeah, it was just it was insane. They used both of them. Yep. Yeah, makes sense, especially for up there for like Vale of Maya and shit. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, dude. If you get like Vale of Osiris or After the Fairy. <laughs> a show here together it's just insane yeah it's just fucking chaos dude i, I just i can i'll never forget seeing after the burial with their original vocalist though i love i him. wish i could have there's a lot of people in minnesota yeah, well, plenty of people in minnesota that saw that and i unfortunately never got dead i love their vocalist now don't get me wrong but like oh no anthony's yeah, awesome yeah anthony's the fucking man but like that that dude because it was so he was so different it was you know Nick, I really can't remember his last name right I now. I wonder what he's doing. He had another band here called High Hopes for a little bit. High Hopes, no shit. Um, I'm not sure if they're active anymore or if he's with them still. But they were cool. It was a lot different than After the Burial. Um, yeah, oh, it was? It wasn't like... Was I would it... say it was like a completely different genre. Oh, wow. Did he but it was still... Sick. Did he do like the same type of vocals like his a script, bit, yeah a, a little band, bit yeah because i think he stood he made that band it, it's just stood out so much like i remember seeing them that Dude, day that forging album with his vocals on it was just like untouched. it really was because it was like what it worked <laughs> so well but it was it, every time you listen to it was like no one sounds like no one what you know like it was so original right and just no one had a vocalist like that in a band like that so it was just yeah i don't know it was it was fucking tight, you know. We stayed, me and my bitter end stayed with them that night as well after the burial guys. And I think the, I forget the guitarist's name, but we stayed uh, in Trenton. Yeah. Was it Trenton? I think. Yeah, Trenton. Yeah. Um, it was like his apartment. I think one of the other guys stayed there. That whole tour was a fucking blur. <laughs> it's a whole fucking blur. Um, Steph said or asked. Any explanation for the lyrics from Illusionist? You're lost in the fantasy. Don't forget that you exist. Let's make one thing clear. Without me, there would be none of this because I love that bar. <laughs> <laughs> so there, were, that line uh, relates to me in a couple different ways. As a lot of people, or a few people have noticed, I guess, um, there's it ties into every album right mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Um, and it one addresses yourself in an inward way that like you're acknowledge I was acknowledging to myself that none of this I wouldn't be able to do any of this without the negative things in my life. And it also was um, there have been a lot of times that I periodically uh, throughout the existence of the band felt really um, pushed aside and underappreciated so um and there was debate on willow before it came out and um oh. i had a lot of confidence and pride in the record so oh. um so yeah there that's awesome yeah i mean it was like we're, I, I don't know if like did a, I don't know. How was like the feedback with Willow? I think it was most, a lot of positive. A I lot of a lot. people 
but dropped it right away because it wasn't what they were they expecting. Were, and I did see that too, that side of yeah. the feedback as well. I saw a lot of people loving it. And then I saw a lot of people like, I, yeah, a lot of people really expected a second color clear. Yeah, they were not, they were not expecting that. <laughs> they weren't uh, expecting this. But I love that song, Sam Sarah. Am I pronouncing that right? Yeah, that's the, actually the first song I've ever written for the band entirely by myself. No fucking way. Yep. Music so and all? Yeah, I did all the guitars, all the, the Wait, drums. you play guitar? Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not know this. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Nope. I don't, I, I don't really, that's the most I've ever recorded guitar on one of our songs. Oh, so you recorded the guitar as well? Mm-hmm. Wow. For that song. That song stood out to me the most. That, that song, I that always... That was the last song written, for, I wrote that song in two and a half days. Wow. Because I was like, this whole album is a bunch of breakdowns and... <laughs> I was like, everyone's going to be so mad if there's absolutely nothing on here that has, like... Like a color clear influence. Yeah, like some melodic, yeah. The melodic version of Reflections. So that's a lot of, like, now that we're done with a lot of these heavy songs, that's a lot of the music that's been being worked on right now is music more like that. More like that, yeah. I, I, I love it. I will always say that about the band. You guys really do that melodic style really fucking well and pretty much sound like nobody else like you know it's reflections when you hear it like when i heard that song i was like that's yeah that's it <laughs> that's it that's the song i love this song <laughs> it's yeah, that song gets really close to home josh asked a uh, bit of a random question but does jake meditate at all <laughs> do you uh, i don't i, I don't should i don't <laughs> necessarily meditate um i do periodically use like lsd okay and i, I do that alone which is kind of a form of self-meditation and medication yeah, I've heard that. um so i know i should probably i know that doing and i'm not encouraging anyone to do that um yeah. because everyone reacts to these things differently and yes. uh yeah i've never done it before but i yeah but i know that there is a way to get that into too. that headspace um without mm -hmm. doing that um yeah. i i have not done that um but i do think it's very important to spend some time with your own thoughts for sure so. i do agree with you there definitely agree with you there yeah i've never tried meditating before but there's a few of my friends do they've always tell me like you should try <laughs> and i'm like yeah, yeah i should i don't know I can't see how it would hurt anything. No, I don't think it would either. That's what's up. Meditating can be so many things, I feel. Oh, Josh, you're finally trying? No shit. Let me know how it goes. I should try. Yeah, he's been told the same, that it can feel many things. Yeah, I figure that. I mean, it's going to be different for everybody. It's like anything. Smoke weed, it's going to make everyone feel... Everyone's going to feel a different way from doing even that. <laughs> It's true, at least at first for a long time until yeah. you get until you get the tolerance, right? <laughs> <clears throat> I don't want to just sit here and pound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, dude. Well, I, I really do appreciate you doing this with me today. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, I gotten to know you more because we actually never even talked on the fucking phone. <laughs> I don't think we did, did we? I don't, I don't talk a whole lot. So I don't yeah, take I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, but yeah, 
been super fun. Yeah, I'm stoked to hear this new stuff. I'm sure everybody here is. Um, and um, and what the future stuff you're writing as well. Like you comparing it to the color clear and like that style. I'm definitely, obviously a lot of us are stoked on that. <laughs> I love yeah. the heavy side of the band. I will forever love the heavy side of Reflections. But the more melodic stuff, it definitely, I, it pulls me in even more. Yeah, it, it's felt really you know? good to start doing that again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice release. Yeah. Yeah, better. <laughs> but after, so after every stream, I like to raid somebody, which is what you do is I bring everybody from this stream into somebody else's stream. So they call it a raid. So I'm going to see who's on. Who could we raid, everybody? All right, we got Devin from Keishi's Train, which I've done before. He's playing some Ghost of Tsushima. Who is it? Choco Blob is playing Limbo? Oh. Who is that? Let's go look him up. I like raiding random people. And I, this is all new to me. I know. <laughs> Let's go raid Choco Blob. Another... He's playing. Oh, that's yeah. That's the fucking game you just told me about. Yep. All right. So let's go raid. I want to raid somebody random. Oh, Aaron's on here too, Josh. I had no idea. From G is that Jesus piece, Aaron? Aaron? Oh, you just said that before that. I missed your message. No fucking shit. Damn. Well, let's go. I think it'll be cool to go raid Choco Blob. <laughs> He's playing the game that Jake told us about called Limbo. Uh, Steph, do you do you know this guy? I'm just curious. I'm I'm assuming you follow him since you just told us he's vocal. Wait, is that? Oh wow, he, that's the vocalist from Within Destruction. Oh my god, I had no idea. He looked familiar from the side angle that he has right now. Wow, that's fucking hilarious. Let's go raid him. He's fucking awesome, and I work with Within Destruction. I just talk to their drummer all the time. <laughs> I've literally nice. never, I think I've said like a few words to their singer. <laughs> it's just their drummer's always fucking the one handling everything. But anyway, Jake, thank you so much again. Um, Dude, thank you. This has been great and definitely stoked to see here some new reflections, you know. And then hopefully by by at least next year, we can get the band playing some shows. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be incredible. That would fucking roll. Yeah, right. All right, guys, we're going to go raid the vocalist <clears throat> of Within Destruction. He is playing Limbo, which is the game Jake told us about. So let's go raid him, say what's up, follow him, and uh, we'll see you on Monday. All right, take care, everybody. Later. All right, let's go raid his ass. No. All right. Woo. Let me just stop the stream on my end. I has.